Hello and welcome everybody to episode 172 of today's News Tonight. This is, of course, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our amazing YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host for today's episode, Ash Paulson, and today I'm joined by my good friend and GVG co-founder, Derek Bittner, along with our amazing art director, Daniel Alba, and our very, very, very special guest, superstar manga letterer and beloved GVG community member and mod, Brandon Bovia. Brandon, how's it going, man? The other Brandon. Oh, yeah. I'm the other one. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm the shadow that lives under Brandon Miracle. And, you know, he, we, we can never, um, aside from that time that we did, like, that Monster Hunter stream, we can never be seen in uh, the same space at the same time. So, you know. I'm, nice. Well, the universe ended when that uh, last happened, so we're, we're trying to prevent it again. Exactly. So. Yeah, we're, we're trying to build it back up again. So, you know, that was, <laughs> nice. that was, that was his mistake. I, you know, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's it's fine, but gotcha. yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for having me on again. Um, I guess, dude, um, I, I, it's our pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see that there's some folks in, um, in the chats who recognize me. I'm a I'm a freelance manga letterer, so I'm you know I'm a part of the manga industry. Uh, I work on some, got some some books here that folks might recognize, like Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju. Hell Number yeah, eight. Um, Kaiju Number Eight in particular is my baby, and the print this print edition just came out uh, at the beginning of the month. Um, please buy it because I put dozens and dozens and dozens of hours of work into it. That is yes. a sick cover. Please yeah. support it's it. A, it's a really, it's a really, it's a really good manga. So. I've heard yeah. really good things about it. Yeah, and uh, I've, I said before, I think the last time you were on the show, uh, because of my work history with Udon Entertainment, I've I've worked closely with a lot of letterers over the years, yeah. and I so I know how hard work it is. Like lettering is hard, painstaking work. So you have all my respect. Um, because yeah, I, I don't feel like a lot of people get to work that closely with letterers specifically, and I'm lucky enough to have right, yeah, yeah, been yeah. able to. So, dude, all the respect to you, man. And uh, what? and and you call Are yourself you a freelance manga letterer, but don't be yeah. a superstar. I am. Oh, yes. It's, uh, well, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, getting into the podcasting scene. Oh yeah, I'm also right. a podcast co-host now for yeah. some reason. Yeah, just because you're awesome, and I couldn't think of any. I honestly, I just, I was like, had the idea. I was like, you know, I bet Brandon would be good for this. I wanted, to, I wanted to reach out for him. <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, starting next week on my personal channel and uh, all that, I'm going to be uh, starting a One Piece podcast with Brandon here, uh, where we read through five Ooh. chapters of the uh, the One Piece manga, starting from the very beginning, each and every week. And uh, get to hear our thoughts on it. So uh, we yeah, have and, um, currently six episodes in the can. I uh, just need to edit nice. them. Th three episodes edited. Uh, need to get the others as we're going along. But we're a little ahead of the ahead of the uh, game. Try as much yep. as possible. But uh, yeah, you can look forward to those next week. And I, th I think Brandon's Please done a do. phenomenal job. Ah, thank you. <laughs> that means a lot coming from no you. No doubt. Today. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's the that's the key been a lot thing. Of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't work on One Piece, but it is basically like tied for my favorite manga of all time. So it's up there for me. Yeah, that's that's why it's like yeah, I I got a lot to say about it. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, here's the crazy thing, Ash. So uh, you know, with us doing five chapters a week uh, and mm -hmm. trying to catch up to it, I, I did the math as of right now. By at, with that schedule, if we hit every week, uh, reading through it. That is four years worth of content till we reach the point that we're at <laughs> oh. right now. Yeah, yeah. We would catch up if the manga stopped coming out right now. We'd catch up in four years. Yes. But uh, maybe it'll finish in four years. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Right. 
One of my best friends is super hardcore into One Piece, and he's recommended One Pace to me to get me caught up on mm -hmm. the important stuff faster. He says that there's a lot of filler, uh, at least in the anime. And so he's like, if you're going to watch One Piece, check out One Pace just to kind of get you caught up to speed a little faster. Yeah. Well, what are your what are your thoughts on One Pace? Um, my, my only my, my personal issue with it is that it uses some of the really like outdated fan subs. So it, it's sort of a Ooh, hard. Got it. it. Yeah, it's sort of a harder push for me. And I'm, you know, try to try to get people to, to engage with the official versions as much as I can. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm biased in that way. Sorry. <laughs> I, I no, honestly, makes sense. like when I first yeah. watched the original One Piece, I think it's the pacing is pretty good early on. Um, it takes a little mm -hmm. while for it to get really bad. But yeah. And there like, is a point where it gets I, really bad, and then you can find people's like, okay, skip to this episode and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I, I mean, the <clears throat> pacing issues aside, I think people sort of underplay the benefits of the anime. Which is, you know, sometimes oh. the the directing and the animation quality is actually fantastic, um, and mm. you know, like the the soundtrack is fantastic. The voice the the um, the voice cast in both Japanese and English is great, and the pacing hurts less when you're marathoning it. Uh, yeah, if you're okay. watching the anime week to week, it it's pretty rough sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sure, um, sure, I flew I, I through it in yeah, college. Binge, yeah, just having in a binge it... session, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. but but gotcha. the, if you're just looking for speed the the manga is pretty much the way to go yeah gotcha gotcha plus yeah. all right I we mind a lot of the filler because i just like being with the characters yeah sure yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. that makes sense mm -hmm. um well we do have a few top of show things to get True. through before we get to the news first of all a few gvg community member birthday shout outs yeah. uh yesterday december 28th mm -hmm. was three separate birthdays virus vedron and 112 all had their birthday yesterday, December 28th. Happy belated birthday to all yeah, three of you. Happy birthday to all of you. What is up with yeah. December? We say yeah. it all the time. I know, a lot of December coming. babies. Yeah. My so happy, happy birthday to you all. And I, I hope that means that you still get Christmas and birthday presents separately. and They're, they're not all oh, man. merged into one. I hope you still get the benefit of both. Um, but no, we love all of you and happy birthday to you all. Hope you had a great birthday yesterday. Um Something a little sadder, not, not, not something I wanted to have as a full news story, but if you've ever been to a GameWorks, well, it's gone. GameWorks it has officially shut down all over the U.S. It's dead, Jim. It is completely gone, and I just wanted to mention this because I used to go to GameWorks. My dad used to take me to GameWorks, and I've been to plenty of GameWorks, and it's just a little sad. Like, did you guys have any mem fond memories of going to a GameWorks? I've actually never been, been to one. one. There's no, I'm, I'm looking here at the locations. <laughs> Chicago, Cincinnati, Denver, LA, uh, Las Vegas, Minneapolis, and Seattle. So, yeah. <laughs> Not nope. anywhere near any of those. Fair enough. What, a, yeah, what is a game works? <laughs> it's like a giant... It, it's almost like a day, like the prototype Dave & Buster's. I think it's cooler um, than Dave & Buster's, personally. But it's basically yeah. just like a giant arcade slash bar slash... You know, the, the entertainment center, right? Adult okay. entertainment center. Okay. Uh, but GameWorks oh, tends oh to have tended to have better. Wow. Well, not that kind of adult entertainment. <laughs> um, but but they just tended to have better games, I think, than Dave and Buster's. So it's just it's that kind of place, like giant multi-story arcade owned by Sega. Lots of Sega games. Um, so just gonna miss it. It was a it was a fun a fun thing to do if you're as into games as we are as a kid. So uh, a lot of fun. Oh. Oh but, my god, uh, their, their also, food looks pretty good too. I'm looking at some of their milkshakes and holy crap. Yeah. No, you know what? Their food was pretty good. And they're the game select. I think uh, GameWorks is where I first uh played my first Sonic the Fighters arcade game. 
Like, I, that, that was the first time I ever saw Sonic the Fighters in the arcade. And back then, I didn't even know there was a Sonic fighting game. So it was like, oh, my God, this is the coolest <laughs> thing. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's just, just a cool place like that. But it, uh, it unfortunately is is gone. So uh, rip Gameworks. Uh, something else is also kind of interesting is uh, Sonic Chronicles. Remember that game? Uh, well, I over the holiday to. break. <laughs> yeah, I think most of us try not to. But uh, over the holiday break, the uh, the game's lost animated intro was released, and it's kind of an interesting piece of history. I'm gonna pop it into uh, chat here. Uh, from here we go. It's a Twitter link, and cool. I just popped it into both our live audience patron chats and our YouTube chats, and uh, it's just really cool. It's uh, it's not like the best animated intro ever, and you can see maybe why it wasn't used, but it's still kind of a cool piece of lost history so if you're into yeah. sonic you're into things like this by the way this comes by way of jonathan cooper on uh twitter who released this and uh yeah it's pretty cool it's yeah. kind of anime style there's some models where it looks pretty good others where it looks ugly as sin it moves pretty yeah. well <laughs> yeah but Me and derek had the opposite <laughs> reaction before the show started <laughs> you're like yeah, oh it's so pretty i'm like oh it's ugly yeah why is i do Eggman like how always flows. has yeah. white teeth when you're far away would they do that close-up of his teeth and he has all yellow and separated it's like what no <laughs> his teeth Ooh. is really weird yeah that is yeah that's like bad fan art but looking at sonic's model he's on model sometimes mm -hmm. other times he looks yeah. straight out of sad am or adventures mm-hmm yeah, so just kind of a cool little piece of lost history there. Uh, I'm glad this got uncovered. I love I love things like this. Yeah. Um, what I what I don't love, and and I thought about making this a full news story, but how how long can you really talk about a canceled Mega Man game? It's just it's just <laughs> too sad. I didn't want to bring things down, but this also came out during the holiday break um, uh, on December 23rd specifically. So the news is also almost a week old, which is another reason I didn't want to run it as a main news story, but. Turns out there was yet another canceled Mega Man game that we never even found out about until now, and that is a third Mega Man ZX game, codenamed Mega Man ZXC. Uh, it was in, and this came up during an interview with uh, Inti Creates, and uh, a, a lot of what was being worked on for ZX3 development was shifted to Mega Man 9. So, like, you know, we still got Mega Man 9, and that's an amazing game, but hmm. as those of us who played Mega Man ZX and ZX Advent know, Advent leaves off on a massive cliffhanger absolutely it didn't need massive. to they just decided to Oof. for some reason uh, i guess they wanted to be a trilogy but ugh, it's still dumb yeah it's it's really just a damn shame and there, there's a whole there's a, a few more details uh at the interview here at proto dudes proto dudes rockman corner so i'll go ahead and uh pop that link into chat as well if those of you who are super into Mega Man like i am want to check it out but i didn't think it was uh you know worth making a full new yeah. story can't you know like, it, oh sorry oh see there are as many canceled Mega Man games as there are blades of grass on the earth at this point so <laughs> i was gonna say we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be uncovering canceled Mega Man games until the end of time seriously like You're... next we're gonna find out that x9 was in development and canceled at some point it or, wouldn't shock me you know me, me neither it really wouldn't so yeah, kind of a kind of a downer. Uh, if you're you know, being a Mega Man fan, while awesome is is a rough thing. Sometimes it, it can be a little a painful. Pain. Yeah, a lot of painful. Yeah, or a lot of a lot of painful. A lot Jesus, of painful. I'm still on my I'm, it, on, I'm on my holiday break still. It would have been cool if this would have led into days. like the creation of oh god, it's been too long since I played Legends. Um, the arc uh, that's in the you know in space. 
in Legends. Oh, and oh, start setting that yeah. The uh, the Elder System, right? Yeah. The, was it, or, the, or no, that was the... I can't remember what the actual satellite's called, but the Elder System was what Legends 3... Well, that was a big cliffhanger going into it. Like, what you know, what is that? And yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. They started... Uh, maybe someday. It, honestly, in retrospect, it's kind of amazing that Z- the Zero series had a complete arc. <laughs> it is. It really is. The, the Zero series still stands, in my opinion, as the best complete story in the Mega Man series. It's really well told, and it actually has a proper ending. Um, and so does Battle Network, but I feel like Zero yeah. has a really... The way it... The, the, the arc of that story and his, his personal arc, it's just... It's really well told, and... Mm-hmm. At least we got that. At least oh. we got that. I I, um, I can make you hurt okay. more, Ash. Uh, oh, please you know, hurt you know, me more. <laughs> the reason it was named ZXC, the C stands for classic. So it would have been able to play as, uh, have Proto Man, the original Mega Man base in there as some of the uh, oh. bots you could transform into. Oh. That would have been interesting, as long as it made sense in the story context. Otherwise, right. I just feel like it was empty fan service. But that would be really cool. I just figured it can't, it standard for canceled. Mega Man's <laughs> That's just kind of where I went with it. Unfortunately, oh, that hurts. it really does, doesn't it? Um, all right. Well, before we get to the news, we do have a couple of super chats. First, uh, Jaden Buck with two dollars. Thank you very much, uh, Brandon. I'm going to let you take this one because it is. Oh, let me see this. Oh, it's so yeah. Oh, uh, he says Brandon Samaga kaitekimashita, which just means that uh, Brandon's back, and the sama is a very form of polite speech that I don't think I'm really deserving of very formal don't even sell yourself short you are totally deserving of the sama honorific in my opinion at least so ah, ah. um sonic and Mega Man 531 thank you so much with five dollars saying hey have you guys heard of uh, have you guys heard of jt music if not check it out because i just listened to the halo infinite rap it's good mm-hmm. i have not heard of jt music have any of you nope nope no i have not sorry no um, that sounds interesting though. I, I have listened yeah. to some video game inspired rap before, like like Mega Ran, and and he's I've always enjoyed him, uh, but I've not heard of this or the Halo Infinite rap. So I'll uh, make a mental note to check that out later. Thank you very much, Sonic and Mega Man. Yeah, that sounds sick. Nice. And finally, we have four dollars and ninety nine cents from Color Hertz. Thank you so much. Nice to see your name in chat again, Color Hertz. Saying about to watch it VR. I hope y'all give me motion sickness. Wow, <laughs> I had never even thought of watching TNT in VR. <clears throat> Yikes. Well, I as long as you want the motion sickness, then I hope we give you motion sickness too. But that's a kind of a weird thing to hope for. So, you know, uh, I, I hope you get through the episode with you know. The level of motion sickness that you want, whatever that may be. <laughs> all right. Well, with all that said, we do have some news to talk to, uh, talk to, to talk about today. So uh, let's go ahead and get that first story up on screen. And it has to do with Final Fantasy 16. Well, let's do it. I will do that right now. There it is. Sorry, I'm a little further up than I usually am. <laughs> good. All good. So. Uh, I have talked a little bit, uh, quite a bit actually, on previous episodes of TNT about how FF16 producer Naoki Yoshida uh, had promised that there would be new info about FF16 sometime during 2021. And then it didn't happen at any of the PAXs, it didn't happen at E3, it didn't happen at the Game Awards, and I'm just kind of like, well, it's probably not going to happen. And as we all kind of assumed, yeah, it's not happening. 
uh, and uh, he posted a message on FF16's Twitter account, basically, you know, saying, "Hey, I know I promised this. It's not going to happen. Here's why." And I, you know, basically, he's apologizing. Which this, this man and his transparency, I just, I just love it. Uh, but es- essentially, the reason that we haven't gotten the planned uh, updates to FF16 that we were said we were going to, a COVID, obviously, everyone knew probably COVID had something to do with it. Um, but because of COVID, they've had to decentralize their workforce uh, by having staff work from home. Uh, but that has also hampered communication from the Tokyo office, which in turn has led to delays in, or in extreme cases, cancellations of asset deliveries from their outsource partners. Uh, so that's kind of the long and short of why the, there's been no update on FF16 as planned. But he does add that they have spent much of the year addressing this issue and uh, hope that its impact will be brought to a minimum by the new year. And uh, basically, he leaves it by saying they're planning to conduct their next big reveal slash info dump in spring of 2022. So we only have a few more months to wait, it sounds like, before we get that really big planned update on what's going on with FF16. Uh, But I've been talking a lot. Brandon, you're our special guest. How are you feeling right now about FF16, what we've seen so far? Where are you at? Where's your head on, on, on this? So I saw that um, Imran Khan on Twitter mentioned that um, Forspoken and 16 were like originally intended to bookend uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. And now Forspoken is like, uh, it's like April, May, I think, of 2022. Somewhere so we around. might yeah. actually... May, might actually it's like May 20 May, something. May, yeah. Something like that. So we might actually see... Um, we could see 16 at like, you know, like the holiday season or maybe early 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think would be pretty excited. I'm really, uh, I, I'm a casual Final Fantasy fan. The uh, seven and remake are the only ones I've beaten, um, but I'm really, gotcha. really excited for sixteen. It just, you know, it looks cool. And um, well, I'm not at all, I'm not at all into fourteen. I've been respecting Naoki Yoshida's sort of like development transparency from a from a amazing, distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, even though we didn't get any news this year, the fact that he's so like upfront about like hey this just didn't work out and yeah. you know of course we I, I imagine we all figured the answer was uh, covid <laughs> yeah right but, yeah pretty much yeah, but I, but I, I appreciate I guess... that he didn't just say it's covid and leave it at that yeah. they're like yeah it's yeah. covid but here's how covid impacted the development pipeline and i think that exactly. that level of transparency is yeah. really rare and really refreshing and i feel like a lot of people could learn something from him although i do wonder how square enix feels about that level of honesty <laughs> sometimes but they don't yeah, they haven't muzzled him they don't stop him i mean yeah. he's literally he's making the most money of any final fantasy ever for them so yeah, <laughs> yeah. give him exactly. the keys to the kingdom yeah. what do you yeah. think daniel exactly yeah um i was looking forward to seeing more news about this game this year as well but yeah i'm still very thankful for Yoshida's transparency and communication. That kind of communication is something you don't really see very often in the the gaming space. And to be able to like have a, a much clearer idea instead of just oh, just keep waiting. It'll be. It'll happen. Uh, just stay tuned. But just to have like a a, a set kind of like um, window of when we're going to hear more news about it is very refreshing to hear. And um, yeah, I mean, people are plenty occupied with Final Fantasy fourteen in the meantime, and there's a lot of stuff else we're 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 up and trying to finish from just twenty twenty one. So honestly, if it, it takes more time to polish this game, if they need more, uh, like time for for these kind of resources for people working at home, then I say go for it. I mean, we take all the time you need, Yoshida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it exactly. was it was fun for me to see like ah. 
non Final Fantasy fourteen fans get to see this man how this man works. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that was that was kind of the thing for me is like um just seeing how everybody just reacted so well to Yoshida's transparency and just has like I, I looked at the comments and all of them are yeah. just like take your time. Take your refreshing. time. I love that. And yeah. it, it's such a difference to like to other Final Fantasies because you know we get the announcement of a Final Fantasy and then it goes dark for how long or Kingdom Hearts and it's yeah. just yeah. complete opposite right. of Nomura. <laughs> it's just yeah yeah and um, I do wonder how this affects release timelines because I had a sen- I had originally pegged FF sixteen as a twenty twenty two release and now with these development delays I'm not so sure it could still maybe sneak in by the end of the year yeah. it's possible. Yeah. But it may also be early 2023, and that in turn would make me wonder when we might see FF7 Remake Part 2. Um, I want to believe that it won't be a 2024 game. I don't want to wait that long, but of course I'll wait as long as it takes uh, for them to get it right. But I I do wonder how that uh, affects the the, the release timeline beyond 16. Because I I think we all kind of have been assuming that Remake Part 2 would come after 16 maybe not yeah, i guess it's yeah. possible it could come I, first I, I but i think 16 so. first in line That's yeah so we'll yeah. see how it goes but uh but yeah oh go ahead oh well, one last thing do y'all remember Please. when they had this big like pomp and circumstance event for it to reveal uh the release date for 15 and then it i was there by a month anyway oh you were there i was at that it was called uncovered i think uncovered yeah, FF15. Yeah. yeah oh yeah i got a great hosting because and... it was right next to where i live in la it was like oh okay 15 minutes away and so my wife and i went and yeah as you said brandon they made this big hullabaloo about the release date and then they didn't even make it like yeah, yeah. i don't you know yeah just, uh, and, uh, yeah and i mean look video game production's hard i'm not i'm not yeah. saying like yeah but maybe they should have not made a you know yeah. planned a whole media event around this yeah. release date unless they were 180 million percent sure they were going to make that date yeah. it was such a weird what we're getting yeah. right now is the opposite of that of yeah. <laughs> like yeah just yeah. them saying like hey this isn't quite going as planned you know <laughs> here's here's what we're going to do next like easy. yeah i i have well, a feeling yeah. when 16 is shown again it's going to blow some minds i to see it in a more p- finished state because that's the thing they were doing they were being realistic they weren't like here's what we're shooting for a la final fantasy right. 13's reveal um in the first trailer we saw of that it's like here is what it's going to be in its right. current state and go from there it's it, it's a bit more grounded which Threw you off a little, Ash. I'm, I'm curious what, if 16 is going to blow your mind when it is shown again. Uh, me too. I like I like I said before. I usually get I'm instantly excited for any new mainline Final Fantasy game, um, except in the cases of MMOs. Not because I know 14 is amazing. I just don't play MMOs really. I don't have time. <laughs> but 16, when we got that reveal trailer, I was like, you know. I don't know how I feel about this. Like I, I, I got kind of a Western RPG art vibe from the art style, like the muted yeah. colors and, and the character designs. And that's not a bad thing. It's just not my thing, but I'm still not going to write it off because it's final fantasy and I'm a hardcore final fantasy fan. So where I'm at right here is like cautious excitement. Like it, it yeah. I'm hoping that it's going to blow my socks off. Um, but you know what, if it doesn't, and it turns out that maybe it's not my vibe, I already know remake part two is coming and that is 100% my thing. So, you know, I'm not going to complain either way, but I'm, I'm certainly, I'm, I'm not even close to writing it off. It's final fantasy freaking 16, man. Of course I'm excited about it just on principle. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the new 
the, the big info dump the, of new yeah. assets and, and just new footage. And they are saying now that uh, he said in his message on Twitter that, uh, you know, with the delay issue, hopefully having had its impact brought to a minimum by the new year, that will allow them to focus more on the remaining tasks at hand, which are increasing graphic resource quality, refining combat mechanics, fleshing out individual battles, putting the finishing touches on cutscenes, and conducting overall graphical optimization. And yeah. that all sounds, you know, great. It's, and yeah, it sounds like it's really close, actually. Like, like yeah. they're, they're getting there. It's, it's not. It does. It's getting polished yeah. right now. It, we yeah. could, depending on how those other problems are solved, we could see it in 2022. I don't know. That's why I was thinking, like, maybe awesome, it could man. still sneak out as a late 2022 game if that's how they want to position it. It sounds like they're further enough or far along enough in development that maybe that's possible. But, of course, that's just anecdotal. We're just reading that into – we're reading into that, uh, you know, with, with Naoki's wording here. So who really mm -hmm. knows? But we'll find out more in spring. And, you know, the, with the way time flies these days, spring will be here. We're going to blink and spring will be here, basically. I can't so. even think – Final Fantasy 16 with all of all of the other stuff going on in 2022. Oh I'll god, be playing so many other things that'll be like it's oh, yeah, gonna 15, be a, a nightmare. That, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't believe that we're basically a month and a half away from Horizon Forbidden West already. When did that happen? Yeah, yeah. That's like we got we got so Pokemon close. Legends coming at the end of January. Yeah, Horizon is a month away. Uh, <laughs> we can uh, hold ourselves yeah, over with Stranger begins. of Paradise. That's yeah. the, oh, true, the true Final and Fantasy that's experience. True. Yeah. And that's true. Pokemon Legends a month away. Well, actually, slightly less now, I think, right? So, yeah. Chaos. Time for chaos. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have some other news stories to discuss. But before that, we have one more super chat from Late Night Sprites with $5. Thank you so much, Late Night Sprites, saying, For Xmas, I got Cruisin' Blast, eShop cards, and chocolate. One of my shows is being performed, uh, gifted a musical writing class, and Johnny doing Mega Man content. Well, I, those are awesome. Oh, go ahead, Derek. I was going to say, it, sound, it sounds like, just to try to figure that out, is like one of their musicals being get, uh, being performed, which is awesome. Congratulations. That's yeah, huge. that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. And, and you were gifted, I see, and you were gifted a musical writing class. Is that it? Or maybe it's a Derek? gifted musical writing class that's being perform it, performing it. Uh, best maybe. I can tell. Uh, and I think Johnny is some call me Johnny. He just released a yeah. A some call me Johnny. Game. I think it looks like he's doing Mega Man content. Not sure what kind. Yeah, yeah. It might be Zero because he's done X as saw. well. So right. Zero would be next yeah. in line. Yeah. I binged a bunch of his uh, X videos recently. <laughs> nice. Me too. And they were great. I mean, some call me Johnny. <laughs> yeah, is always yeah. great. Mm -hmm. Of course, just I love that. Yeah, man. Does not miss. Um, and he's he's my fellow coffee stand. He's he he and I like our whole brand is coffee. I love he, that. He might course, have you yeah. beat. <laughs> Possibly he might, um, but also great uh, Christmas gifts, late night sprites, cruising blast. I've been evangelizing that game forever now. I'm so glad you got it. Go buy cruising blast, everybody. It's so good. Eshop cards and chocolate. Who doesn't love chocolate? Yeah. So so much. Chocolate. Yeah, actually, weirdly enough, my wife doesn't like chocolate, and I don't. So thankfully, whatever she gets, I no. just get. She gives to me. Because <laughs> see that? See that works person. out. That works yeah, out exactly. Um, all right. Well, we do have some more news to discuss, so let's go ahead and get that second story up on screen. Oh, and real, the only real, thing I... real quick, real oh. quick. I'm sorry. Late Night Sprites was oh. is in the uh, patron chat uh, oh, great. explaining more. One of the, my plays is being performed, and I got gifted a masterclass mm. on writing mus musical. So beautiful. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank I'll... you for the, uh, yeah, for the clarification. Mm -hmm. uh, Late also, Night Sprites. also a $10 super chat from DJ McCarthy says good oh, vibes needed currently in a hotel room battling COVID. oh god 
Can't go home oh, since man. I don't want to get my girlfriend sick. Thankfully, the worst part is over. Oh. Just need to wait five days, then I'm free. Ugh, I'm so sorry. Get well soon. The all the good vibes to you. Yeah, I'm, all I'm the good glad vibes. you're. The worst part is over. It just sucks. You're stuck in a hotel room. Yeah. Hopefully, you have your switch or something to play while you're stuck in there, or binge a lot of movies. Something. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, it'd be bad enough to have COVID at home, but be stuck to be stuck in a hotel room. Dude, I can't even imagine. As Derek said, all our good vibes go out to you, and uh, we just hope you get better soon. You can get back home to your girlfriend. Really sorry about what you're going through, and we hope TNT brings you a little bit of levity during your yeah. during your COVID experience. Um, okay, well, with that said, let's go ahead and move on to our second news story, uh, about which the only thing I have to say is, gotta Lego fast. So let's get that up on screen. <laughs> So uh, you may remember from a set like months ago on TNT, we talked about a Lego idea uh, submitted by a, a user to, to basically get a Lego Green Hill Zone Sonic set officially cleared. And all these months later, Sonic the Hedgehog Green Hill Zone Lego is official. It's real. It's going to cost 70 bucks. And it's weird. I could have sworn when I was sourcing the news today that it was uh, the website said it was coming soon on January 4th, but now it says January 1st, and I don't know if I thought I saw 4th, and <laughs> I don't know. It's either coming on January 4th or January 1st, but it's coming soon either way. And guys, this looks... I love this thing. It looks I, amazing. I'm, I'm not a Lego fan, cool. but this I would buy. You, you think this all looks seven so much better than Mar what Mario got. <laughs> so much right. better. Yeah. So I can display better. this and no yeah. people will know what they're looking at. That's nice. Yeah. I had like zero interest in buying the Lego Mario sets, but this one I might actually have to pick up and put together because just it looks fun to build and it looks cool to display as you were yeah. saying, Derek. Does um say eighteen plus on the box? Yes. I no, guess it's because it might be complicated. Hmm. Maybe. I mean uh, I don't I don't know anything about Lego age ratings, but <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, this doesn't for have anything the, to do with Sonic 2006. And, for all the you know, old people that grew up with the, the Genesis, that's why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Speaking <laughs> of, though, speaking of, of uh, all the old people with the Genesis, did you, did any of you see the video, like the trailer they made for this? No, I, I need to watch that. I've not seen that. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm going to I'm gonna post it for everybody in chat because it's, it's pretty great. Um, A lot of nostalgia in it. There we go. I just uh, posted in oh. our patron chat. According to Marnandez in the YouTube chat saying, all idea sets are 18 plus, just a choice by, by Lego, really. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. What, yeah. I, I imagine it might do something with complexity rather than like, you know. Yeah. Oh, what, that bedroom. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at the trailer. Right oh, no, no, no. Okay, I, I just posted the trailer in our crew channel as well, yeah. uh, Derek. What, what struck me as weird was the fact that uh, Lego Sonic was in Lego Dimensions, but there's no Lego Sonic set. It's like, wait a second, why Why is that not a thing? Right. And I'm so glad it is now, because I, as I said, I, this is something I would totally buy and put together, despite not being a big Lego oh. fan myself. And I love the, the trailer with the lava lamp in the, the, the room. It's like so... And it has the <laughs> superior box showed... art, the Mega Drive yeah. box art. They actually showed Green Hill from Sonic Adventure Two. That's amazing. Yeah, that is, that is where yeah, it's from. That's, that's crazy, right? I thought that I thought the same thing. I'm like, they really dug deep for this trailer. It's really cool. They dug out an old old the, phone. Yeah, the old Nokia phone with the Dreamcast. Oh. Yeah, and I like, he just <laughs> throws the phone oh, away. Oh, like, oh man, they ended on forces. Oh, 
I know, I know, it hurts. That's, that's a, the they res- they oh, rescued Sonic at the end there where he pulls out the, the thing. Yeah. I love he has so the cool. seven chaos pigs. Yeah. <laughs> and poor, a... poor Eggman, unfortunately, again, for the second time in this one show, does not look too well as far as no, the... No, that is a... Conforming Oof. to the, the restrictions of the materials, the source material. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. His nose looks horrifying. That's that's the main... I guess that's the only part of this that I'm not crazy about is the way Eggman looks, but everything else, as far as I'm concerned, is is just a hit. The spring bounces. Mm-hmm. The uh, the little motorbug has a different exchange- exchangeable face. Oh, that's so nice. All the little attention to details look great. There's oh. so many Lego... Like 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 this like a uh, Lego uh, um of sets that you could make from so many different franchises. Like I remember during the last year when this one's when this one's submitted, there was also a, an example of a Metroid one as well. That one looked really cool mm. too. That one looks yeah, same so as the good. Ship and whatnot. Ugh. Yeah. And there was another Sonic one that unfortunately didn't get uh, made into a full set, or at least hasn't yet. But it was Chemical Plant Zone, and I remember how Ooh. cool it looked. Oh. We talked about wow. it on the show, and it looked really cool. Unfortunately, it is an official set, but. Yeah, I remember the, gotta... the Samus's gunship, right? It was the gunship. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and it looks yeah. so F- Future Sonic set, we got to have uh, City Escape. That way we can have, like, build your own giant gunship <laughs> chasing all, after all Sonic. Give a little oh, surfboard. Like that would downhill be... San Francisco Come on. slope. Yes, please. I want that. Please. <laughs> please. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, There's so much you can do with Sonic in, in terms of Lego. Like, I mean, I, there's so many great set pieces in, in various levels. And I'm just thinking of, oh, yeah. there's just so much you could do. I mean, a hidden palace zone would be really cool. Just a hidden palace emerald altar. Just that. Ooh, really that cool. would be good. Yeah. Sky it's, sanctuary. It's a, a brand that's such primely built for, for, for merchandise built. like this. And it's, yeah. man. Studiopolis. Lego. Studiopolis would be, Studiopolis would be cool. Studiopolis. Lego chow garden. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. There's about this. so much they could do. Uh, fantastic food, no, in the, the YouTube chat, uh, asking if we saw the, the tall neck from Horizon Zero Dawn being made into Lego. Did you see that, Ash? No, oh, I didn't. I did miss that. Yeah, yeah that one that one looks real good. Mm. Oh, I got I to gotta see that. Hang on. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, that's cool. That's, that is sort of custom made for, like, like just works as a Lego. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> I would, I would it really a does. I, I would, I think I would, I think... Uh, a machine from Horizon would break me. I, I think that would get me to build a Lego kit. <laughs> I mean, because, because I already I, I already that. build Gundam model kits anyway. So, oh yeah, I mean, it's basically you know, that. I have yeah. With robots. Yeah. So just just put me over a little. I mean, that, that's basically Zoids at that point. Like, oh. basically, that's such a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Holy man. Crap. I, with all these cool sets being announced, I might need like a Lego room, like like to get a new Lego room in my apartment. Because man, yeah. As yeah. I said, I'm not a Lego guy, but but these new sets are starting to really appeal to me and I, at least the sonic one i think i really want to get i really yeah. do be fun to display it's a dangerous addiction <laughs> it is because they can get as they can get expensive <laughs> they're a little pricey that's one of the reasons yeah. i never got into i like like putting stuff together like i used to put together little model cars as a kid with my mm-hmm. dad and that was fun so i like building those kinds of things but lego sets tend to be a little bit pricey as you guys said so yeah. that's one of the reasons yeah. i never really got into them in earnest i guess oh as spicy the gingerbread pan daughter or pan otter excuse me says they cost an arm and a leg go oh <laughs> i love it um yeah no this is really cool stuff and i, I might have to spring for this it's yeah. really really neat mm-hmm. and i feel like even though lego tend to be pricey what it looks like you're getting with this seems yeah. to be pretty fair and for 70 bucks you will yeah. have 
yeah you know several hours of yeah. you know play time here and it, you know and it's you know a nice display yeah 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 so, so... I, I will say um uh, <laughs> tangentially related uh i i've one of my friends gifted me like a 300 gundam kit a couple years ago oh, oh wow. cool and I, I broke a couple pieces in the building process, and that was maybe the most just like I'd ever felt. Oh. Yeah, uh, it, it came out all right, but the I, I don't move it for that reason. Right. So, uh, build, building expensive sets can you know? I couldn't do it. My hands are too big, and I can't, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. have the precision. Um. Yeah, and as as folks are noting in our YouTube chat, the Horizon Lego, the actual. Like there's no actual picture revealed yet of the set, but just mm. the idea of a tall neck. Oh, you know, I thought I saw just... maybe maybe it's just a concept picture. Then might have been. Oh, maybe because yeah, I looked it up and yeah. I didn't see a picture yet of the actual oh, model. Yeah, just, I, I but I was reminded of what the tall necks look yeah. like, and that's so perfect yeah. for a Lego, uh, Lego set. Also, Brian Camargo sixty four with all the good uh, Sonic I, Sonic Lego ideas. Casino Night Zone, Stardust Speedway. So the there's so All many the things you could do. Oh yeah, you yeah. could literally like just go down the line. Zone is perfect for a Lego set. In fact, they should do that, and, and people would buy them. <laughs> I want a, uh, a a Death Egg robot Lego. Just to oh. just build a Death Egg robot. That would be so yes. cool. Yeah, oh, I think they man. showed that in the concept. So I think that's a I think thing. So. Hopefully, I it'll become an official of having, uh, thing, a capital I do, thing. Um, I do enjoy the idea of having the. the uh, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a question in the YouTube chat. Soulcaster asking three hundred dollars. What, what was it of? It was a, a perfect grade unicorn Gundam. Which, um, well, oh cool. If any, oh yeah, yeah, for the folks who know what that is, I think yeah. unicorn uh -huh. Gundam is pretty huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll try to post a picture, uh, maybe in the patron chat in the post show or something, because it's still it's still on display in, uh, on my desk. Nice, it's pretty big, very nice. Gotcha. <laughs> and Danny, what were you saying? Um, what was I saying? Oh, it'd be really <laughs> cool. Sure. There was like a Sardis Speedway Zone where it looks like you're racing Aww. Metal Sonic. That like, was just just the the rails where you're racing, yeah. or even like the uh the little room where he sits on his little metal throne, and there's a little Silver Sonics on the side. So many, just anything from Sonic Mania, you could pull it out and get like a little a little snapshot of any any screenshot from the game and make that into a Lego set. It's just so yeah. fine for that. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it really or is. Just a robot. Speaking of, uh, you just said Prime for that. This just kind of randomly made me remember Sonic Prime is also a thing. We haven't really heard too much about it lately, so hopefully we'll... I it's supposed to be 2022, so... Yeah, we'll, we'll we should start hearing about it soonish. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I know we could literally talk about all the good ideas for LEGO Sonic ideas forever, because there are so <laughs> many, but we actually do have some other stuff to talk about. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to our third story of the day, one of our main stories, and this is actually... Some good news, some rare good Ooh. news. Uh, what well, at least it seems to be good news. So let's go ahead and get that up on screen. So we've talked a lot lately about the dumpster fire of Activision Blizzard, and you know how difficult things are in the industry for women and people of color and the LGBTQ plus community. But this isn't another bad story about Activision Blizzard. This is actually a positive story, I think, about Riot Games, who have agreed to settle the uh, gender discrimination lawsuit brought against them in 2019 for $100 million, with $80 million of that going to the women who worked at Riot between 2014 and the present day, and the other $20 million going to the plaintiff's legal fees. Uh, the, and as part of this, Riot also agreed to various workplace reforms. Um, now, I don't know the relative, you know, 
80 million is obviously being split between all the women who worked at Riot between 2014 and now. I don't know how much that means they actually get. So I don't know how positive this figure actually is. But the fact that they are having to pay out this much at all and and basically settled and, – and it seems like everyone got what they wanted here in terms of the, of the women who have been harassed and subject to you know this, this horrific abuse. And uh, the suit came after uh, Kotaku published an expose about the culture of sexism at Riot Games, uh, which you know manifested in behaviors like unwanted advances and harassment uh, to a hiring and promotion process that ignored female candidates for being insufficiently into gaming and League of Legends. So it seems like Riot is getting the screws put to him for this, and I love to see it. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the screws put to him, yeah, no, I, I love to see it. And uh, but how are you guys feeling about this? This, uh, just good oh, news. Good. <laughs> no, you go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Good news. Um, I don't have much of a, a take other than like, uh, from the outside looking in, it's I guess difficult, um, to know what kind of lasting change this will, um, you know, like, like I mean, because I say that they, that they're going to be like monitored, um, to, so that they actually like have a big change in workplace culture and stuff like that, which is good. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll probably take time to see what the results for that will be, but I'm I'm glad that there are consequences, and I'm, I'm yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't. Although, it's not in exchange for like the lives that were ruined because of it, but right. It's mm -hmm. it's something, and I think I think game studios need to learn that there there are consequences for having work cultures like this. Mm -hmm. So. Agreed. Um, although, as Fangs points out in our live audience patron chat, a lot of the abusers listed in the Blizzard lawsuit are still working at Riot even after the lawsuit. So, as always, there's still work to be done, and it isn't. It doesn't go quite as far as I think we all here would like to see it go. Oh, uh, my camera overheated. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Don't just be safe. Don't let it explode or anything, man. Yeah, Do you need just to... let it cool off? Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. We, we're we're good. Yeah. We got, Sorry, we got guys. you. Um, cool. So I was, I was Get reading more. a bit more of this article, and mm -hmm. there's some interesting things in here, uh, particularly this one paragraph where it says Riot Games agreed to settle the suit in 2019 for 10 million, but California's Department right. of Fair Employment and Housing intervened, blocking the agreement with a court filing in which the agency argued that the victim should be entitled for to as much as 400 million. Um, and so they still came in 300 million less than what they were supposedly supposed to be paid that said i did see also that at least 2300 workers are eligible for uh part of this settlement and i did some quick math and that roughly Same. comes that comes out to about thirty four thousand seven hundred and eighty dollars per, per per person that's not including yeah. taxes taxes will likely get taken out of that as well so and around, that's just the bare minimum too at yeah. least 2300 but it's probably yeah. more so it's so we're gonna yeah. guess about thirty thousand per person, which you know I'll take thirty thousand dollars. I don't want to be harassed, but thirty thousand dollars <laughs> sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I mean I've I've never been subject to harassment like that, so you know I'm the last person who's going to comment on oh that's enough, oh that's good enough. That's not for me to decide, but that is a nice chunk of change, and I'm glad they're getting it. Um, hmm. But I imagine it will be a lot less after taxes and what the actual number of employees amongst whom this is being divided turns out to be. Yeah. It's yeah. unfortunate that we still have situations where this, well, we're going to have situations like this for a long time. It's going to take a long time for the, uh, the landscape of, of the work environment within this, this circle to 
finally like slowly start changing in this way. And this is a good this is a good thing. This isn't a bad thing at all. This is something that yeah, we needed yeah. to have happen and continuing to see this happen going forward. Um, implementing some of the, the changes that, that Riot Games is agreeing to, such as the the, the, work, the workplace policy reforms that they have, saying that uh, they'll include greater transparency around pay scale for job applicants, not relying on prior salary history to set employees' pay or assign job titles, and uh, the creation of a pipeline for current or former temp agency contractors to apply to work for Riot Games. Um, also saying that, they will also implement a policy requiring the presence of a woman or member of an underrepresented community on employment selection panels. Um, this sort of thing is, uh, if, if we could see this in more workplace situations like this, I think we could slowly start to see the changes that we need to have been made yesterday. Yeah, but we're um, at the starting line now. Yeah. Yeah. This is just, this... but yeah. Um, Becca, but also, Becca oh, in, oh, in the patron oh, yeah. chat does point out that taxes don't come out of settlements. So. Nice. That is, right. there that is that. So that that yeah. works out uh, for that. Um, the other thing, uh, just I was just curious about this. So I did some again more quick math, but uh, I just took took it times four. Let's because we got a hundred million. It was could have been entitled to as much as four hundred million. So I took the twenty million that was taken out towards legal fees and just you know put it to eighty million. So mm-hmm. for the three hundred twenty million that would have been left from that, again, I don't know how it exactly works. I'm just doing some rough numbers here. But it does show just how much people would have, like how much more they would have gotten if they had gone for the full amount. Which again, it would have been a ten million otherwise uh, if this hadn't gone yeah. through. But at four hundred million, roughly, and you know, discounting the legal fees, they would have been entitled to about a hundred and thirty-nine thousand dollars per person. Woo. This that, wow. and that's and that's with you know the what is it twenty-three hundred workers. So. Yeah. They because it didn't go for the full four hundred million, it didn't get the four full four four hundred million. They missed out on a hundred thousand dollars per person, roughly. Right, wow. which yeah, yeah. Try the low um, there with the other one. Mm-hmm. What's interesting too, Daniel, you were mentioning that as part of all this, as part of the uh, reform, the the workplace reforms, you were saying they're implementing a policy requiring the presence of a woman or member of an underrepresented community on employment selection panels, which. On the face of it, sounds great. That's what they should be doing, and that's what everybody should be doing anyway without having to be sued for it. But how big are those employment selection panels? Is it one person out of three? Is it one person out of 30? You know, it's like that's kind of – you kind of have to read between the lines and be like, okay, what they're saying they're going to do sounds good, but how do the actual numbers break down? And, you know, one woman or person of color or or – person from an underrepresented community out of 30 is not good numbers that's not a good divide so you kind of have to look at it from that but but uh, and as let's see i think it was uh chill cobra mentioned in our patron chat we can't take the pressure off riot they need to follow through on their promises which yeah they can say all this but they do need to follow through and as part uh, to that point uh this article also says that riot has to be monitored by a third party for three years uh, that party will oversee human resource complaints, how they are handled, and whether employees of all genders are being paid fairly. The third party, which could be an individual, must be approved by both the company and the DFEH. Uh, if the monitor discovers Riot Games needs to improve its practices, they can recommend changes to implement, which the judge presiding over the suit may enforce. So there is yeah. going to be some yeah, follow-up here, which is good. Yeah. yeah, that's the other part, mm-hmm. is that they have to be heavily monitored with multiple third parties in order to make sure that this is something that they're actually, you know, meeting the requirements of as as per regulated or, or yeah. So, yeah, how that uh, turns out, yeah, we'll see. 
because like all of you, I don't think I would trust Riot to enforce this themselves. I wouldn't themselves, trust no. those cards I can throw them, which is not at all. <laughs> reason. So, yeah, so I'm glad there's going to be some follow-up monitoring done here. Um, <clears throat> but I just, you know, we got to get to the point where this shit isn't happening and being exposed because companies are being sued. We got to get to the yep. point where this shit just isn't happening, period. It doesn't even begin to happen. And, you know, there's obviously a lot more work to be done on that front, especially with companies like Activision Blizzard, which really seems to only get worse, uh, just worse, <laughs> yeah. worse, worse, unbelievably. Yeah. But I just, I, I hope that, you know, 10 years from now, things have trended in the right direction. You know, there are always going to be bad faith actors who are trying to take advantage of people and harass people and and keep marginalized voices silenced. And all we can do is hope that, there are more of us on the other side who are pushing for those voices to have a platform and who don't want to see workplace harassment continue to be the future in gaming because it's not we got to be better we got to be better and but this is at least good news on the face of it can it go further always yes mm -hmm. but it's still good news and not yet more super negative oh guess what activision blizzard did now <laughs> that kind of story <laughs> yeah all so, those rascals yeah, and you know, Becca makes a great point in Live, Live Audience Patron Chat. It needs to be women and people of color in, yes. in employment yes. panels, mm -hmm. not either or. Very much so. And people from the LGBTQ plus community as well, not one or the other. All of the above. Yep. People need to be represented yep. at all levels of these companies mm -hmm. to affect the change that we need to see at the lower levels. And. and Meg, Meg yeah. Minton in the YouTube chat brings up another good point. This kind of lawsuit has a lot of positives about it. Other companies notice and take action, if only to prevent this kind of thing happening to them. So yeah, cause that, right. As much as I, I want to be hesitant of you know like oh yeah you know riots finally fixed good job for them oh they're um, not fixed you know <laughs> yeah 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 it, it's it's too early to celebrate that sort of thing but um companies like money and they don't like paying money for lawsuits so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is, yeah. and I, I, as much as it, I, I guess it sucks from that perspective of like the only reason you're doing this is because you don't want to get sued, but you know, like you should be wanting to do the right thing in the first. <laughs> you would place. think, you, right. wanted, you, you, would you would think, think. Yeah. you would think, and <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about stuff like this for a long time to come on the show and just in general. But hopefully, you know, things are trending in the right direction. Change takes mm -hmm. a long time. The change shouldn't need to happen in the first place. People just need to learn not to be awful. People should just treat each other with respect. But uh, unfortunately, we can't. I know. What a what a thought, right? Treat <laughs> everybody with respect and people dignity like and don't sexually harass anybody. What a, what a thought. What a thought. But hopefully we'll get there. Uh, we do have some other news to discuss today. But uh, I thought it was nice to highlight a positive yeah. going, uh, positive happening on this front, as opposed to just talking about the latest horrible thing Activision Blizzard <laughs> did. So, uh, before we get on to the rest of the news, we do have a couple of more super chats. First is another one from Sonic and Mega Man 531 with two more dollars. Thank you very much. Uh, Bakugo versus uh, MHA. Is that My Hero Academia? Yeah, My, My Hero Academia, right. Versus Vi from Arcane. You choose. I have only seen Arcane, so I just have to choose Vi because she's the only one I know. I've I only seen awesome. My Hero, so I have to go with Bakugo. Yeah, I don't know. I can't say. I've only seen My Hero, and I don't like Bakugo, so I'm going to choose Vi. See, see, right. see I, I, uh, I'm a Bakugo fan. Mm. <laughs> he has a you good know, character I, arc. I, I he starts out I trash. He starts out utter it. trash, yeah. but he does get better. 
It's a little <laughs> jerk. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have had, I think Becca is about to say, she just said, wait, what, Ash? And I'm guessing maybe you mean that I haven't watched My Hero yet. Uh, and I have had a lot of friends tell me that I should watch My Hero. It's just a matter of having the time to do it, right? Mm -hmm. But I, uh, I, I, I'm definitely interested in it. It's something that's on my anime radar. Um, my problem is I love watching anime, and I will watch as much as I can. But given the choice, with free time, I'm always going to prioritize getting through games on my backlog that's or true. playing whatever I'm playing as opposed mm. to watching anime, but I want to do both. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to make time um, for it all. It just, it just is. It really, yeah. it really, yeah. Uh, next is Bluesican. <laughs> I love that name. That's Bluesican with $9 and 99 cents saying excited to play Chrono Trigger DS after buying it with Ooh. Christmas money at a local store. Nice. Time oh. to see if Ash is right. And if a teenager myself can still enjoy it. Well, I can tell I'm you whether a good version of it. Right. Yeah, you got the best version of it, and mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about whether Ash is right. He's right in this case. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no. I hope you enjoy it. I would yeah. be shocked if you didn't. Um, I would I would give a lot to be able to experience Chrono Trigger for the first time again. It is truly a special, magical experience. And I hope you have an amazing time. But if it doesn't land with you, then it doesn't land with you, and that's totally cool. But definitely keep me updated. You know, post in chat. Uh, or, you know, just reach out on Twitter. Just let me know how, how the Chrono Trigger experience is going for you, because I always love hearing from people who are playing CT for the first time, just hearing about their experiences, living vicariously through them, seeing how they feel about certain plot twists and scenes and things like that. So, uh, yeah, but uh, enjoy, and thank you, Bluesican. And uh, next is TB Skyen with, with 100 Danish Chrome. Thank you very much saying, uh, we kind of talked about a little about this before, but saying Riot almost got away with foisting a mere $10 million settlement on the plaintiffs, which the state of California, my state, go California, put a stop <laughs> to <God>. happily. <laughs> they tried to screw the plaintiffs the whole way through. That's not surprising. Obviously. No, it isn't. And they actually yeah. have a, another oh. uh, message later on saying Riot CEO was on Twitter today calling the lawsuit a matter of alleged harassment and abuse. Oh, and he quickly you. deleted the tweet. Yeah. So yeah, th he learned nothing. Yeah, we're gonna no, need that panel. Clearly not. And we're let's, need that bigger oh. panel, guys. And yeah, and look how much, look how much money, like a hundred million dollars, are dropping a bucket for Riot. They make so much money off of League. They're getting all these like spinoffs now with League. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're alleged. Oh, yeah. Off with yeah. that. California really puts his fist down for these. Mm -hmm. This stuff is so exhausting. Because just, just from a, from our point of view, it's like I don't. It's so easy to just be. A decent person. It is so easy not to treat people like shit. It is so easy Seriously. not to sexually harass people, to treat people with dignity. Yet these these people in management positions at these companies <coughs> act like it is just the most difficult foreign concept to them imaginable. And I'm just like, just Oops, own up to the shit reviews. you did. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. People are I'm, bad I'll at apologies. People are very they bad at really, apologies. Really, really are. But uh, well, that's all the super chats for now. <laughs> be better exactly that's really what it comes down to just be better um but speaking of being better we have a list of, of what are apparently the top 100 best games of oh, all time yeah. to talk about uh oh, courtesy of i'm sure this will be very agreeable this is going to be interesting so let's get this uh next news story up on screen all right, so uh, TV Asahi has ranked the top 100 games of all time according to Japanese gamers. They they put out the vote. Japanese viewers weighed in on their top 100 games of all time, and clearly there's going to be no argument whatsoever. This is the top 100 objective, set in stone, best games of all time. Uh, 
clearly nobody's going to have uh, you know any any divergent opinions here. But uh, I'll just read off the top ten, and then we can kind of cherry pick other uh, in- entries that we find interesting. But according to Japanese gamers via TV Asahi, the top ten games of all time are starting with number ten, Super Mario Brothers three. Number nine is Final Fantasy ten. Number eight is Chrono Trigger. Number seven is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number six is Dragon Quest three. Number five is Splatoon two. Number four is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number three is Final Fantasy VII. Number two is Dragon Quest V. And number one is Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's so not a bad here. top That's ten. The first ten. No, not a bad top yeah. ten. I mean, Extremely solid. I, I'm actually I, scrolling through the full list right now. I will, I will say this yeah. right now. I love that the Japanese players have the correct opinion and chose to put Super Mario Bros. 3 in the top ten while putting Super Mario World at number 97. That is the correct oh. placement. Oh, that's three is better than world. That's terrible. That hurts. Three is better than world. I have an issue with that only that because hurts. look, I I get oh. that there. Are, you know, you can totally get or think that three is better than world, and I know that's like obviously a huge point of contention. But ninety seven is way that too is low pretty down for Super Mario World. Like yeah. I, I, that is very far down. There's a lot of it, as somebody said. <laughs> there's some recency bias with this. Like, um, yeah, like there's no way. Earthbound Beginnings is better than Super Mario World. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Like, what? That was one of the ones that stood out to me the most, is Earthbound Beginnings being above Super Mario World. And really, let's be honest, Earthbound Beginnings being there at all, not a bad game, but it hasn't aged well, and I don't think it belongs on any list of the top 100 games of all time. Earthbound, sure. Earthbound does. But Beginnings? Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> um like Kingdom I, I, Hearts 2 is the highest Kingdom Hearts game, which I can I can agree with that. I can get behind that, but what I can't get behind is number eleven is Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which yeah, I guess just me personally. Be. It is the highest rated Pokemon. That can't be. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so confused it because has number to be uh, under recency bias there. Yeah, That's number, so like Diamond and Pearl, Sword and Shield, and Red and Green are the top Pokemon. Just, what? Above yeah. and white, <laughs> and then you what? have. Number 36 is the original Pokemon Gold and Silver, and then all the way in 64 is Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which is objectively the better version of yeah. this game. Yeah. <laughs> also, as, as Rob reminds us, I should have mentioned this earlier. Thank you for the reminder, Rob. The sample size here is 50,000 people. So this obviously right. isn't representative of the of every gamer in Japan, but course, representative of 50,000 of them. Thank you for no, the I'm, reminder, I'm, I'm enti- I'm angry at the entire country of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare they? Oh, my Was God. I just fun? saw... Okay, there's some really interesting ones here when you look at the, how they're lined up because Dragon Quest Two beat out Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Dragon Quest Two <laughs> has some wild. issues uh, towards the end there. <laughs> it is bugged, and there are so many uh, enemies in the final dungeon that can insta kill you. It is I find terrible. it interesting. Terrible. I find it interesting that Splatoon Two is in the top ten, and yet. Splatoon 1 is number 21, not that far down, yeah. only because I always kind of figured Splatoon 2 more or less not invalidated Splatoon 1, but kind of replaced it. And I'm, I'm shocked to see both ranking so highly here, but, you yeah. know, no, I mean, no I, hate I on Splatoon. Splatoon but. Also, also, I did see other people um, mention that uh, no, Metroid, no Metroid games, because no, Japan no, does not care insane. about Metroid. Yeah, Japan's not as, as big on Metroid. I, One thing I, yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, um, unless I'm reading it wrong, I think uh, <clears throat> Monster Hunter World is the highest Monster Hunter, and it's at 70, which is really surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for, for, for such a, a, a 
Japan-centric series on a... Mm-hmm. And World is amazing and popular, but, you know, that was sort of like the one to appeal to us. Right. Uh, so I would have thought there'd be other Monster Hunters. I, I just, I might not be seeing it, but that is a, that was a big surprise to me. I, I'm Daniel, Another... I'm curious, because uh, you are a Tales fan. How do you feel about, I was the, about to say. the the first I... Tales game that appeared? I haven't seen this others, but Tales of the Abyss, number 53. Yeah, the, the first, first and only, t- yeah, I was about to say, the first and only Tales game on this is Tales of the Abyss. And yep, they got some pretty good opinions there. That's either, it's either that <laughs> or Symphonia. Like the, the three that the same team made, Symphonia, Abyss, and Vesperia, mm-hmm. those are all really highly regarded and very oh, okay. well made Tales games. So I didn't hear about if, Abyss. If any of them, yeah, if anything popped up on there, Tales of the Abyss is a very good game. Um, so good on you, Japan. But I'm yes. still I'm still questioning some of your your opinions on this yeah. uh, <laughs> on this list and placements. What's well, also weird, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the only Mana game on here is is number eighty two, Legend of Mana. Which Legend of Mana is a perfectly good game, maybe even a great game. But I don't know if most people would rank it above Secret or Trials of Mana. I wouldn't rank it above Secret of Mana at the very least. So mm. that's kind of surprising. And also talking about recency bias. How is Pokemon Sword and Shield at number fourteen? Given the you know vociferous, vociferously negative opinions, so many fans I mean, seem to have. About just shows it. you a quiet majority or a yeah, loud majority so. in that case. Like, it, I mean, it is one yeah. of the, the best selling in the series. So yeah. right, I, think, I can't right. be too upset at that. I think every gen is on this list somewhere, yeah. and some of the remakes are as well. <laughs> yeah, kind of mind blowing. Yeah. I I will say there's some interesting include. There's some interesting inclusions here, uh, like. I would point out the Momotaro Electric Railway, but Japan loves trains. This that that exactly. makes that's perfect a, sense to me. Uh, Apex yeah. Legends being thirty, yep. that's interesting. That's weird. Um, yeah. Zevius at sixty-two. Uh, Freaking where is it? Um, Ghost of Tsushima. I I didn't yeah. realize Japan loved that game so much. That's interesting. It, yeah. yeah, me neither. I saw and... some. I was going to say neither the neither the blue bomber or nor the blue blur appear anywhere on this list. Yeah. No Sonic, wow. no Mega Man uh-huh. on this list wow. at all. That, that's that's a, that's a bit sad. Kirby's Air yeah. Ride made the like, list. Yeah, I'm good. Everyone play Kirby's. You might as well just say City Trial made the list. That's number yeah, two. yeah, <laughs> yeah. City Trial. And, so and speaking funny. of Kirby, I was going to point that out. The highest ranked Kirby game is Kirby's Return to Dreamland, which, hey, great game, but I'm yeah. surprised to see it the highest ranked game, Kirby game on the list. True. Yeah. Huh. Uh, go ahead, Daniel. Yeah. It's so confusing. Like, we got um, Persona 4, Persona 5 at 42, but then you see Persona 5 Royal at 93, which is, yeah. with all of its <laughs> tweaks and improvements, like, what? You th- <laughs> yeah, you'd on? think it'd be a bit better, bigger, but. Yeah. Yeah, and how is how is Pokemon Diamond Pearl number eleven and Pokemon Platinum is number ninety nine? Either they should be <laughs> roped together, or would Platinum be considered the better one? Like you that's would so think, weird. I, I don't know. Yeah. Also, uh, Game Belt Summit pointing out no Castlevania on the list. No Castlevania. Oh, wow. That's true. Um, there's the highest ranked Western game is Undertale, which you know, considering yeah. that, it is kind yeah. of amazing that Sans crap. wasn't a full on character and not just a yeah. costume yeah. in mm-hmm. Smash Ultimate. Uh, I do appreciate that the correct Metal Gear Solid game is ranked highest on this list, being Snake Eater at number 18. Love to see it. Snake Eater is an incredible game. Um, yeah, I also like point. the trio at 27 through 29. Dragon Quest XI, Earthbound, and Okami. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I would rank all of those higher, but I'm glad they're here. Mm-hmm. Highest ranked it's Final Fantasy cool. is 7. That's not too surprising. Yeah. 7, seven and, and 10. 10 beat out 6. 
Yeah, which is right next to five and mm. ahead of nine uh, over at number 33. Uh, so 33 is FF6, 34 is FF5, and 37 is FF9, which is just interesting. Interesting yeah. placement here. Yeah. Zevius is number 62. Zevius, randomly, Zevius is <laughs> here on the list. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Um, I do appreciate that Smash Ultimate made the top 10. I think that's absolutely yeah, that's a deserved cool. placement. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. Chrono Trigger made the top 10. I would have put it at the top one, but hey. It feels you know, pretty everybody... appropriate that Dragon Quest Builders 2 made the, made the list. Yeah. Agreed. Better than Minecraft, I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fighting words. Spicy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the... Dragon Quest 10 made number 44, which we'll never know how it is because we can't play it over here. Yep. In the West. We'll Ranked higher than Final Fantasy 14, so that's interesting. Bring it to the West. Oh. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, I do you enjoy heard it that. first from Japan. Dragon Quest is better than 14. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy that uh, Donkey Kong Country is at number 57. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but not even DKC2, just the original. Wow. Just the original one. Animal really Crossing 64, the one that we never got, made 75. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also <laughs> interesting, there's only two Fire Emblem games on the list uh, Three Houses at Three 23 House. and Genealogy of the Holy War at 94. So apparently. Wow. The next best fire link. Yeah, that one is very much beloved by the, the audience that has played it because they're the only, only audience that has played it. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Right. It? <laughs> Be nice. And weirdly enough, maybe I missed yeah, it, but I see to. Smash Ultimate's number seven, Smash 64 is number 61, and Smash Brawl is at 74. Did Melee not make it? Nope. That's wild. Uh, Melee that did not make wild. it. Wow. That's pretty wild that Melee didn't even make it at all. And again, Earthbound Beginnings being on here is just so... Some of these are really odd. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah, of these are really very, odd. Very, very odd. But, but it, it's a fun list to kind of deconstruct and talk about. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's one of those you go that's... through and be like, you, you when you consider the relations of certain games to others, it's like, wow, that's mm-hmm. really interesting that these ended up in those positions or these ranked higher than these. Like, I'll be honest, yeah. Dragon Quest V being number two, that makes complete sense to me. It beating out seven. Yeah. Like it is regarded as sure. the best Dragon Quest to a lot yeah. of people. So. But uh, it's interesting. No Castlevania, and yet two Suikoden games made it. Suikoden yeah. 1 and 2 made it, which <laughs> nothing against Suikoden, but it's just wild to think that Konami is represented solely by Suikoden. From, oh, and Metal Gear. Uh, yeah. But no Castlevania made it, which is, yeah, pretty wild. Did, did even did Street Fighter make it? Did, like, yeah, Street Fighter 2 at 91. Somebody... Okay, so wow. it just barely edged in there. I but think that's the that's... only fighting yeah, game on the crazy. list. And other than Smash, yeah. Than Smash. yeah. It feels yeah. like a very, a very RPG-heavy uh, Yeah. Heavy. Very RPG yeah. heavy. How do we I mean, feel about Breath of the Wild at number but... one? Like, how do we feel about Breath of the Wild at number one? Like, Recency bias, but also it is really good. So yeah, I I, I yeah. can't comp- Obviously, it's not my favorite game of all time. I, but you know what? If somebody said like, yeah, Breath of the Wild and they're number one, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah you know I have no complaints yeah. against that. It's a you fair king. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, to everyone in, in our live audience patron patron chat, like Becca, new new taco, new salad, saying melee melee is overrated, isn't a good game. I'm just more surprised not to see it here because yeah. of just how much. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think melee this is a, bit a Western overrated, list. But, that's why, but it is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If it was a Western list. Yeah. Melee would be on here for sure. But I'm yeah. surprised, despite it not being a Western list. Dead by Daylight made the list. That's wild, right? Yeah, and yeah, as yeah, I just on weird ones. <laughs> As Irish Jackamon points out, there's no Smash 3DS and Wii U on the list, which that's true, but I feel like Ultimate kind of, in its own way, yeah, invalidates Smash it. 4. Yeah. 
kind of supplants it, whereas Melee isn't quite, you know, it's not really replaced by any other game on the list. So, it, like, in the same way Smash 4 is by Ultimate. So, just kind of interesting. But, uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild being number one is definitely, I, I would say, a, a case of recency bias. Although you can't also, uh, you know, sell it short. Breath of the Wild is an incredible game. Is oh, yeah. I rank it number one of all time? No. But it's really damn good. So, no Wind Waker, though. Wind Waker didn't make it. Nope. No Wind Waker. That hurts. That hurts. No Wind but no, Waker. But no Twilight Princess either. I think the only two... No Zelda, Twilight Princess either. Uh, Skyward Sword made it. Majora's Mask made it. Ocarina of Time made it, yeah, of course. Weird. Yeah. Weird that... The original. Skyward. The original Legend of Zelda made it. Justice oh, yeah. for Wind Waker. Mario RPG made it at number 69. Oh, right. Nice. But yeah, Mario RPG is on there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just a really interesting list by uh, TV Asahi based on uh, 50,000. Japanese gamers and their and their responses, which uh, yeah, really yeah. really cool to talk about and kind of just break down. I'm glad uh, I wasn't sure how much discussion we would get out of this, but I, yeah, I'm glad I, I was no, right. no, there's definitely some it's things to talk about just in how they relate to each other. It's just like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 some, it's some oddities. Again, oh. it is a very specific kind. Oh, of holy pool, crap! Kind of taste, but Game Ball Summit fun. pointing out no link to the past. Woo! Wow, that's weird. Oh, that's, that's that is garbage. A Link to the Past absolutely <laughs> is one of the best games of all time. Yeah, where's Link Between it, Worlds? That one should have been. Out of here. I love it. A Link Between Worlds is fantastic too. Yeah, man, that is that is actually kind of ridiculous mm. that uh, that a Link the Link to the Past isn't on there. And again, I don't care how who, if you like Mario three or Mario World more, but Mario World being at ninety seven or whatever it is, no. compared to Mario three being in the top ten is that's painful ridiculous that is think, actually ridiculous i think the only mario, mario kart World. on there is is super mario kart yeah i think oh. about no there's that. also mario kart wii which is oh that's right absurd because yeah. wii is at least in my opinion not a very good mario kart even though it sold like hotcakes uh but super mario kart being as high as it is that's just one of those things where i'm like i think people oversell how well that game is aged it, it was oh, revolutionary yeah. at the time it was a classic it deserves all the respect it gets but i don't think it's actually that fun to play today Oh, Super Mario Kart? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the original Mario yeah. Kart. Personally. It's hard to play now. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first good Mario Kart is Double Dash, actually. But, yeah. Ooh, the first good <laughs> one. Yikes. The first good Mario Yikes. Kart. Ooh. Damn. So, so Super 64 and Super Circuit, none of them are, none of them are good games? Super, no, Circuit. Super no, Circuit definitely no, is not. Yeah, I've I'm, played I'm Super Circuit. Super Circuit's not good. Beehive, all right? As Frequent Positron points out, Mario Kart Wii does have Coconut Mall. Great track. I just didn't like the game wrapped around it, wrapped around it but I do like that track a lot. Hmm. Good, good point. Um, all right. Uh, well, we do... Chaos in the patron chat. Oh, you have. <laughs> oh, you boy. Have. Oh, good. <laughs> all according to play. And And Moon Knight, yes, I really do mean it. I think Super Mario Kart just isn't as fun to play today. Uh, I just don't think it's aged that well. But I think it was yeah, revolutionary at the time, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I have with, all the respect. Same with 64. Mario Kart 64... Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the same with like games like the original age. Metroid. At the time, amazing. Has it aged that well? No, I'd rather no, play Zero God, no. <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, we do have uh, one more news story to cover, but we also have a couple of more uh, Super Chats to get to read out. So first is uh, StorySmith uh, with $4.99. Thank you very much. Saying a guy who literally sweats ex- nit- nitroglycerin versus a I, a G-I-R that, or a girl versus a girl that punches really hard with metal hands. Yeah, tough to call this versus, this versus matchup. Talking about Vi versus Bakugo, I believe. So mm-hmm. I'm 
guessing that you you're on Bakugo's side, Tori Smith, based on what yeah. you said. When you characterize it like that, fair enough. <laughs> Thank you very much for your super chat. Uh, Late Night Sprites is back with two more dollars. Thank you so much. Saying no Gex, Mighty Number no. Nine, or Sneak King. Shake my head. Just kidding. Are you kidding though? Are you are you kidding? No. Uh, what? Yeah, Gex, Mighty Number no. Nine. Mighty Number no. Nine should be at number nine, obviously, because of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. Sneak King, though, unironically, should be on there. What That game was so weird. <laughs> um, but no, thank you very much, Late Night Sprites. And I'm not completely sure you're kidding. Uh, Thaddeus Feeney with $5. Thank you. Uh, saying, nearly that entire list is biased. There's no way Breath of the Wild is the best game ever. Remember the breakable weapons? I mean, the list is obviously biased. It's yeah. it's going to be biased towards JRPGs being a Japanese list. It's, it, there's a little bit of recency bias. But... You know, peop, some people really love the breakable weapons in Breath breakable of the Wild. Breakable weapons is a good system. So, you would it's not yeah. use as many, nearly as many weapons if your weapons didn't break. I will put that out yeah. there. I do not mind the I breakable think, weapons. I think I the balance gets use... a little wacky at the uh, the end of the game. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Uh-huh. for the majority yeah, I mean, of it, I think it's a system that fits the majority of the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not usually a fan of breakable equipment in games, but I think it works for yeah. Breath of the Wild. I think it's, it's an important part of Breath of the Wild's gameplay cycle. So, yeah, like, actually... There are other reasons I don't think Breath of the Wild should be number one, but breakable weapons isn't one of them. Yeah, personally. that's like one of my. That's like a very low. I, 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 I have critiques of Breath of the Wild. You know, it's not not my favorite personally, but yeah, the mm-hmm. the, the weapons breaking is fine. It's fine. You you yeah. get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Frequent Positron reminding us of the all time best marketing line for a game ever. Mighty Number no. Nine makes you cry like an anime fan on prom night. I still can't believe that made it through. Well, Nobody I didn't go to my like... prom because I was uh, watching anime and I was crying. So I guess they, yeah. they got they got me. Oh man, they got you. They got the target audience. Oh, oh man, yeah. I'm the target audience for Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, and then uh, one more super chat for now. Uh, once again, from Sonic and Mega Man five thirty one with two dollars. Thank you very much. Asking us Pac Man versus Danny Phantom. Uh, I guess Pac Man because he's eating ghosts. Yeah, I was gonna say Danny's a ghost, so like oh, that's true. Eaten. Oh, is, good is point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I haven't watched Danny Phantom. Phantom. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched Danny Phantom, but it's in the it's in the name Danny Phantom. Yeah. He's a ghost. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's literally a ghost. So. Yeah, Pac-Man yeah, would just, Pac-Man eat, him for, by just eat him for lunch. Yeah, he mm-hmm. can't he can't yeah. capture Pac-Man in the thermos, so he's kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Sonic and Mega Man 531, you just provided me with the perfect segue into our final news story because we are talking about one of my favorite Bandai Namco series uh, yet again. So let's go ahead and get that up on screen. So if you've been watching TNT for a while, you know I've been a long-suffering Klonoa fan because Bandai Namco have been teasing us now, I think for like the better part of a couple of years now, with these trademark filings suggesting that Klonoa remasters or re-releases are coming to modern platforms. We got Katamari Encore, which is known as Katamari Damacy re-roll here. They trademarked Klonoa Encore so long ago now. I don't even know how long ago. Over a year ago. And there have been various other trademark updates, but still no actual announcement. And now the latest saga and the, and the latest chapter in this saga has come to bear uh, December 22nd. So this is about a week old. This happened before the holiday break. But Bandai Namco trademarked Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series in both Canada and Europe, uh, as well as the U.S. And this is the closest we've gotten to having an actual bespoke name for whatever this might be. It seems like it's going to be like Clonoa 1 and 2 re-releases. Um, and, and to recap, actually, as the Gamatsu article very helpfully does here, 
So in September 2019, Bandai Namco trademarked Klonoa Encore in Japan. Uh, and Encore, as I just re- uh, mentioned, is the subtitle Bandai Namco uses for its remastered game releases in Japan, like Ooh. Mr. Driller, Katamari. And then in September 2021, two years later, Bandai Namco trademarked Wahoo Encore and 1 and 2 Encore. And as Gamatsu so helpfully notes, Wahoo or Wahoo is the catchphrase of Klonoa. Um, and now here we are with Klonoa Fantasy Reverie being trademarked in the US, Canada, Europe. Bandai Namco just announced the damn thing already, man. (laughs) Why are you doing this to me, to us, all of us long-suffering Klonoa fans? Uh, Brandon, I got to ask, since uh, you're our special guest, I haven't talked to you about Klonoa before. Do you have a history with this series? Do you love it the way I do? How are you feeling about Klonoa? Um, I've never played a Klonoa game, but it, uh, I like platformers. I like 3D platformers, so it looks, it looks cute. It looks super my jam. Um, so I would, Mm -hmm. if, 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 the the smoke if there's fire to the actual smoke and they you know this is like a remaster coming yeah i'd be down it's just uh it's just one of those things i missed you know uh, back sure. in the day i mean it's yeah. hard to play now other than the original yeah. kind of the original and but yeah 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 and that's why this is so potentially exciting for them doing you know klonoa re-releases on modern platforms especially klonoa 2 lunatea's mm-hmm. veil is even better than the first game oh, in my opinion Derek, i think you probably agree mm-hmm. and yeah and it's it's so hard to play on modern platforms. It is even harder to play than Klonoa One. So there's there are so many reasons they should re-release these games. And also, it's kind of a tangential subject, but related to this, um, Cl- uh, Klonoa Bandai Namco just released their 2022 holiday calendar, and Ooh. it or the, sorry their 2022 company calendar, mm. and it includes new art of Klonoa. So. I want to say where there's smoke, been drawing Yeah, yeah. Somebody enjoys it, and you know he's surfing, which is a thing he does on the PS2. But I mean, that yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I don't know. Really I just it really feels like like everything's kind of slowly falling into place, and we just sort of need that that last little piece of the puzzle, which right. is an official mm-hmm. announcement. Yeah, would yeah. be nice. Uh, Top cool. Dog asks if you can play Klonoa games on Xbox. No, you can't, and that's part of what we're talking about. These games are very, very difficult to play if all you own is modern platforms. And that's why such a re-release of these games would be so exciting. And hey, if maybe it's not just one and two. Maybe we'll get the GBA games, you know, as part of this compilation. Or maybe Who get knows? some translations think... of Klonoa games we never <clears throat> got in the West. Um, right, uh, right. Spicy yeah. mentioned that, uh, where was it? Klonoa Densetsu no Star Metal, gets a, get, it's an action oh. RPG. I would love to see. Yeah, that never got. Yeah, yeah, that never got released here. Which would be, yeah, Klonoa does really interesting things in whatever genre he's. You know, he kind of decides to try out. I mean, his main games are like two point five D platformers where you can literally use enemies as jumping, like jumping blocks. It's really like basically what what the whole shtick, uh, Brandon, is that he like infuses enemies with air. He like blows them up and then uses them as like platforms to, to get higher it's really cool yeah and there's like a really, there's some really neat really ideas whimsical animated aesthetic but it belies a really dark tone for the stories as Derek can attest to oh yeah and uh, kind of really kind of kirby ish i would yeah i would say so actually or maybe in the, like in the same part of the venn diagram maybe 
Yeah. I would say, yeah, because there's, it, uh, Kirby has that very same hyper-colorful, cartoony, warm aesthetic, but then you've got the eldritch abomination bosses and gods that he f- eventually fights. And <laughs> right, Clono right. is a bit like that. Not quite the same. It's more in the the darkness comes more through the themes of the stories let, right, uh, right. And, and, and less so uh, the character designs, but they get really dark. And yeah, uh, Kirby. Yeah. We need to at least get in. If this is a collection, we need to at least get the true star of the show released on the original PlayStation, Klonoa Beach Ball vo- Volleyball. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. That's the only way. Um, I just hope that, you know, depending on what this turns out to be, hoping it turns out to be anything, that Klonoa 1, either we get both the original PS1 game and the remake for Wii or just the PS1 game. The remake was good. It's a good remake. But it does lose a bit of the of the charm, and I think the dark, the darkness in the story of the original. And I still like it. But if I had to choose, I'd take the PS One original. But I'd like to have both. It'd be great to have both. So, yeah, we'll see. I just uh, the next time I talk about this, I want it to be because it has been announced. God damn it! <laughs> this has been two years now. As this Gematsu article reminds us, this has been going on for two, two years. More than two years. Oh yeah, because the original Klonoa Encore trademark happened in September 2019. We'll just blame so, COVID. <laughs> yeah, blame yeah. COVID. Oh, it's exactly. COVID's fault. Uh, no, but I, I do, oh, if I had to bet, and, and somebody like, you know, said, hey, gun to your head, is, is this going to be, a, is Klonoa Encore a thing? Are they going to be re-releases? I would say yes. I do think there's, there's enough there's smoke. smoke fire situation. Yeah. I think we're going to get, like it's time. I think it's happening. It's just a matter of when at this point. I just, but I hope I'm right. Who knows? Mm, yeah. Um, well, that does just about bring us to the end of the show, but we do have one more very important super chat <laughs> to read out from Toasty O's with 10 Canadian dollars. Thank you so much. Saying cruising. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cruising Blast mini theme is the best. It's 90s perfection. I love it. Thank you very much, Toasty O's. Really appreciate that. And, uh, well, that, gentlemen, brings us to the end of the show. Uh, but as always, before we head out, uh, we have to ask you, Brandon, please, to tell our amazing audience where on the Internet they can find you and your awesome work, dude. Well, um, you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Bovia. That's just my name. Very easy to find. Um, uh, I, I talk about pretty much whatever comes to my mind. Um, I feel like I've I've gained a following over the a small following over the past few years just because I do I like to do a lot of deep dives into what makes my work interesting. I guess you know working on manga takes a lot of time. Um, there's a lot of thought being put into a process that I guess like people usually aren't very familiar with. Um, so you know I guess some people find it interesting. I really I really just like to ramble about the stuff that I work on. Um, so I did. Um, since um, the first volume of Kaiju number eight came out uh, at the beginning of the month, I did like a huge nice. breakdown of all the choices I made in regards to like the sound effects and, you know, the dialogue lettering and stuff like that. And and, and really just typing it up because it's just awesome. And so <laughs> I, I try to do that every time I like, I don't do it for everything. There's a lot of, there's a lot of work right. that I don't talk about just because I'm like, ah, I, I can't say anything more interesting other than like, it's out. Like it's, just, <laughs> uh, it's um, a thing. It's just there and more of the same. Um, but yeah, I, I like to talk about, you know, the manga I'm working on and just manga I'm reading games I'm playing, you know, the, the works. Um, and, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, I'm also going to, I'm, I'm the co-host of a one piece podcast upcoming on uh, Derek's channel. Um, nice. So if you yeah. want Should to be launching listen, next week. Yeah. If, if for some reason you're not getting enough of me, uh, I will be a place on the internet 
We will have him consistent every every week. We can never get enough of Brandon Bovia. We can't get rid of me. I'm here. (laughs) Well, dude, it has been our honor and pleasure to have you on the show again. Thank you so much for joining us. I love chatting with you. And you do, (laughs) you know, we obviously love you uh, in our community. You're, you know, a valued, beloved community member. And you're one of our amazing moderators for YouTube chat Mm -hmm. and such as well. So thank you for everything you've done for the community, for GVG. We just love you, man. And thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. It it means the world to me, really. (laughs) Well, to us as well yeah yeah man (laughs) and uh our very own derek said in live audience patron chat somebody needs to freaking tell me to turn off the intro i keep forgetting until it's too late to which rob replied said derek reminder for friday yeah thanks for thanks for (laughs) calling me out ash i try to remember each time i get so involved in the conversation so we got a little clip of it we get back to this point no, no, I was mainly calling out Rob's reminder for you for Friday. I wasn't oh, I saw it. You. you do an amazing, dude, let, let there be no confusion or anything. You do an amazing job hosting this show, the, the hosting the stream. I wasn't calling you out, man. You do an amazing job. <laughs> um, all right. Well, with that said, we are at the end of episode 172 of Today's News Tonight. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us and watching. We love you all. We love doing this show. It's a blast. Thank you. Uh, but as always, we do have to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen, because without you, it would not be happening. And as I said, we love doing this show with you and hanging out with you, talking about games. It's the best. So thank you very much for making today's news tonight happen. Uh, but also, as always, we have to give an extra special shout out to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, wonderful, amazing, incredible, awesome folks include... Hey, I know this guy, Brandon Bovia. Hey, <laughs> man X. I'm blacked out because of my freaking camera again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Bangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Romsky 113, Critter XD, Kitty Kong Facts. Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, happy birthday again, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Oram M, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Jessica Toad, Deaneth, Kota, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goran Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hooby, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, Ryaner, Ditto M, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Nathan Steele, Spicy Panned Otter, the Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hasty's Mom, Kotar Peck, <laughs> Scuff 196, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, Darksteel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Dinner Sonic, Darik, Jeff Ed, Stagnasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, 
Reismon, Calvin Atkinson, Hinaru77, Brooke Obscura, Tarvold, and last but certainly not least, Anthony Wilson Jr. Thank you all so much for your incredibly generous support of our channel, mm-hmm. supporting what we do here at Good Vibes Gaming. We love each and every one of you. I love reading off that list. It brings me so much joy. Thank you so much for all of your incredible support, generosity, and belief in what we're doing. Uh, that said, if you're curious about how you can get yourself on that list, as well as check out all the other perks we offer uh, at, to all of our patrons at various tiers, head on over to patreon.com slash gdgaming, uh, we, where you can support us at just starting starting at just $1 a month. Like I said, we offer a variety of tiers, uh, all of which have their own perks at each level. It's a lot of fun. But the most important thing is that we are home to the best damn gaming community on the internet. Seriously, we have so many kind, wonderful, inclusive folks in our community, and we love each and every one of you. So thank you so much. And as a reminder, when we hit 75,000 subs right here on YouTube, we are giving away a Switch OLED model. All you got to do is be subscribed. When we hit 75K, Mm -hmm. you might win. Pretty good deal. 75K. Exactly. Um, With that said, we are headed to our patron-exclusive post-show right now, so we will see you uh, next time on Friday for episode 173 of today's news tonight. Until then, good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Until we meet again, all.